Flight 6A right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Here until 8 o'clock this evening. We're going to talk some Bears football. Obviously, NFL football as well. Great wild card weekend. But I want to start with the Bears earlier today. The Bears announced their new president and CEO, Kevin Warren. He was announced and introduced to the media at Hallis Hall earlier today. Uh, George McCaskey was there, the entire front office, the organization. And this was uh, a big day for Bears fans. You know, I talked about it on Thursday night when the news was breaking uh, on Thursday that this was the hire for the Chicago Bears. And I said that this is key because this individual, Kevin Warren, uh, who was and is the the Big Ten commissioner for the conference. Uh, he also previously worked for the Minnesota Vikings, worked for the, the Rams when they were in St. Louis. Uh, he has real credentials. He has a proven track record that elevates the franchise. That's what I kept saying on Thursday night. And it, it's true. What we know as Bears fans, and I, I've been a Bear fan for my entire life. I'm 37, and this is my favorite team. We grow up watching this team, rooting for this team, and wishing for this team to be good again. And, and I think what is key here is that, and what I said on Thursday night, is how I still feel a few days later as they introduce Kevin Warren to the media up at House Hall earlier today. We just want this team to reflect what we enjoy about this city. This is a world-class city. And we want our teams to reflect that, to to try and win championships, to have the best facilities, and and to make us proud. And for years, teams in this city, it could be any of the teams, have not done that. And it feels like right now we're in a slump as Chicago sports fans, that there are are many teams at the moment uh, who are more likely to be, quote, tanking or losing than actually fighting for a championship. In fact, name the team right now, quick, I'll, I'll have you go, right? Name the team in this town that's contending for a championship right now. Name it. Go. Yeah, you didn't You didn't say anyone. Because even if you're a White Sox fan, you don't want to get over your skis and say White Sox because you feel like you've been burned the last two seasons. A team that was projected to be on the upswing, and then you have such a disappointing year last year. Hopefully things turn around for them. But I, I think uh, most White Sox fans are going to look at this situation and say, all right, we just need to get back to the playoffs before we start expecting them to contend for a championship. And that's where I look at this Bears team, and I hope that there are brighter days ahead because what I've seen for the majority of my lifetime, barring the 06 team that went to the Super Bowl, was basically some nice Lovey Smith years, Brian Urlacher and Lance Briggs led the defense for a handful of seasons. Devin Hester was there. There were a couple good Cutler years. And outside of that, it really hasn't been a whole lot. You know, 2018 was a good regular season, and then it ended in a debacle off the goalpost. I mean, there have been very few bright spots. The 2001 team, that was a magical regular season. And yet you get to the playoffs, and that is just a disaster against Donovan McNabb and the Eagles, 2001. And I remember being there at Soldier Field at the end of the game, leaving the stadium. And as we're leaving the stadium, construction crews were ripping up seats to get ready for the new Soldier Field. Like, it was metaphorical. It it was right there. The season ended, and they immediately started tearing apart the stadium. 
it's a lasting image in my head. Like, I don't have a lot of championships or wins or great moments. Like, the best moment, clearly, was the NFC Championship win over the Saints. At home, it started the snow. It, that was a great day. And then the Bears go to Miami in 06. With all of that said, this team deserves more. We deserve more from this team. And that's why this feels different. Today feels different to be a Bears fan. Again, it's a hire that elevates the franchise. It raises the bar. And that's the key here. This is someone in Kevin Warren who has done this before at all their franchises. And also, he was running the Big Ten. And I get we can get into the debate on how big the Big Ten is compared to a professional team, but it's pretty big. Being in control of all those schools in the Midwest, convincing UCLA and USC to join the Big Ten, signing a $7 billion TV contract with three different networks, it's a huge deal. And I think that's where we see the credentials, we see the track record, and this all leads towards something that's very positive for Bears fans. It seems as if they're finally on the same equal footing with other elite franchises in the NFL when it comes to front office structure, with you, with the individuals in place to make the decisions. Now, the most important thing to all of this will be wins, right? If Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus... If they never win anything, then it doesn't matter. The feelings of today don't matter if the team doesn't eventually win on the football field. And then the the, the additional piece to all of this is a, a new stadium, which clearly uh, is the, the most important thing to the franchise outside of the wins. This team needs their own stadium. It's likely to happen. Purchase agreement in Arlington Heights. They'll develop the property. And eventually, for Bears fans, hopefully within the next six, seven years, there will be a new stadium in Arlington Heights and hopefully a team that we will enjoy to watch in said stadium. And really, it feels for the first time as a Bears fan that like all the pieces are starting to come together. And that's what's pretty cool about this entire situation with the Bears announcing today and introducing Kevin Warren to the media at Hallis Hall. George McCaskey, the chairman of the board, he got things started. Here's his introduction to Kevin Warren to the media. Kevin possesses the qualities that we were looking for in our next president and CEO. Leadership, vision, intelligence, decisiveness, humility, a team player, an effective communicator, someone who understands what the Bears are all about and who can re-energize our staff to get us where we want to go. And it didn't hurt that Kevin holds an advanced degree from Arizona State University. Kevin's experience as a player agent, as a lawyer in private practice, as an executive with three NFL clubs, and as Big Ten Commissioner, has prepared him for this moment, and we have complete confidence in him to lead this franchise back to greatness. It's clear to me that given Kevin's experience with NFL clubs and his interaction with their football operations, we should return to having the general manager report to the president and CEO. Ryan Poles remains in charge of our football operation with complete authority to do what he thinks is best for the Bears. Ryan and Kevin talked during our interview process, and we are confident that they and Matt will work together to give Bears fans the winner 
they deserve. It is with pride and a grateful heart that I present the next president and chief executive officer of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. And off to the career. But I, I can't wait for the next uh, Cap and J. Hood letters from George. I really can't. Uh, so there you go. George McCaskey, the chairman. Here's Kevin Warren on why he wanted to join the Chicago Bears. Many of people have asked me why the Bears, why this time. It's because of the, the challenge, the opportunity. I trust Ryan. I trust Coach Matt that we're going to do things the right way. We're not going to take shortcuts. We're going to build an incredible franchise. I came here to win championships, to win the NFC North, to win the NFC, to win the Super Bowl, to help shepherd and lead a stadium development project, to embrace our alumni, to embrace our history and tradition, and to embrace the absolutely incredible Chicago Bear fans. Kevin Warren also on the special time for the Bears right now. We will continue to do it the right way. We will work hard. We will have fun. We will be diligent. We will be detailed. We will be methodical. We'll operate with integrity and honor at every step of the way. This is a special time in the NFL, but most of all, it's a special time for the Chicago Bears. Everything's ahead of us. Greatness is ahead of us. All we need to do now is go and grasp it. Put in the time, energy, and effort. This is the best NFL football city in the country. We have the best ownership, phenomenal leadership, good, young, talented players, the best fans. Phenomenal alumni, 30 people in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's all here. And I am so excited. I'm honored. I'm humbled to be able to come to work here each and every day. So that's Kevin Warren up at Hallis Hall earlier today as he was introduced to the media and to Bears fans. And, and as you listen to that, come on, Bears fans, you know what I'm talking about. This sounds different, right? This is someone who has done this before, who has credentials, who will elevate the franchise. Whether it be a new stadium, uh, the the football side of things, as you heard from George McCaskey, there will be a new structure of the front office. Ryan Poles, the GM, will report to Kevin Warren, who's the CEO and the president. So you now have it all aligned. There isn't a business side and a football side. There's one side. And it makes sense. And this is how it's going to go going forward. And now wins need to follow. But this is the first right step. And that's why I think what we've seen to this point is pretty uh, important as far as Bears fans are concerned. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Mike in Mount Prospect, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? Yeah, you just you sparked a memory for me because I was at that 0-1 playoff game as well when they rolled yeah. the bulldozers out right at the end. Was that did McNabb dunk on the the goalpost on that game? Am I remembering that correctly? You know, I can't. I think you're right. the The image that I have in my head is McNabb doing the moonwalk in the end zone. Uh, Do you remember yeah. that? 
Yeah, yeah. He scored and now, he was doing a, a moonwalk? Yeah, and I mean, the reason I called in when you sparked the memories, because, like, my grandma was a PSL holder in, you know, Soldier Field, all that stuff, right? Yes. And I think we all have nostalgic memories, like you, you bring that game up. I mean, we've all been there for a lot of games and stuff, and it is going to be sad if we make the move, but at the same time, all the stuff that's happening, every all the positions we're in right now, like it just feels like the right moment to do this, right? And I don't know. I just think that old school fans, you know, because growing up, I was always hearing about the '85 Bears and everything. It's just, it just feels like we're stepping into the future, which is really exciting. Yeah, it is. And thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate you. And I think that's where there's also probably because because I feel some of this. There, there's a generation of Bears fans who are quite frankly, sick of only hearing about the 85 Bears. And that's not a knock on how great that team was. That's a knock on the last 30 years of Bears football. You see what I'm saying? Like, we want to talk about someone else that's an all-time great team and not have us sit here for another 25 years saying, ah, remember the stories of the 85 Bears? They're great. They're fantastic. We need something new. And that's why this new stadium, the new new era of Bears football uh, is so refreshing. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. We're talking Bears football. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. talking about this for about a week now that it it feels good to see a franchise in this city heading in the direction where we could be compared to other great franchises in sports and like that that's the one knock that that we would continue to go to with the bears over time it felt mom and pop it felt outdated crusty they don't accept uh credit cards right like they, they do. I'm saying, like, that's how it felt. It felt like they were a restaurant that made you pay with cash only. And, and I think what this does is now it takes you to a new level where you have someone in Kevin Warren, who's now the new president and CEO of the team, and he is going to command respect in whatever room that he enters. And he also has good ideas that he can help this franchise move forward. And, and it, it, it should be exciting. And Bears fans should be really happy about this because not only do you get this now, you have the most cap space available, you have the number one pick in the draft coming up, and you have a quarterback. Like, like really, there has never been a time like now in this franchise history. It, it's never happened where you've had so much available to you for the future. And then if you want to you know, kick that down the road just a little bit farther, there's a great chance that there's going to be a new stadium, a world-class stadium built for this franchise, specifically for this franchise, that they can benefit off of into the future. And, and it, it's, it, it's a pretty cool thing to see this for this team. It's not something we usually see in this city. Like, the, the short list of moves that resemble this the only thing that I can think of that's re- re- remarkably close to this would be when the Cubs went out and, and hired Theo Epstein. 
Now, Theo Epstein had different credentials. He had more impressive credentials when it came to on-the-field production, right? He won a World Series with the Boston Red Sox. You got someone who built a team joining the Cubs. That was a huge deal. But Theo hasn't pulled off what Kevin Warren has done with a stadium. Because Minnesota Stadium, the Vikings Stadium, that is world-class. I was able to go to the Final Four there a couple of years ago. That place is so unbelievably cool. With a one full side that's just glass, so you can see the outdoors, even though you're inside and you're covered, the sunlight comes through. It's beautiful. It's so cool. And there's open space in the concourse. Everything about it is top-notch. And the fact that this hopefully can happen here with the Chicago Bears I think is a big win as we're talking about it. Kevin Warren announced uh, today at Hallis Hall. He was introduced to the media and to fans. And then also later on in the day, uh, Kevin Warren got a chance to join Carmen and Yurko. And he talked about what intrigues him most about the timing of taking this job. I'd say the challenge. I mean, most of the time, if you look at some of these NFL franchises, you may have one of the items. We have about five. Hmm. You know, we, we have the number one pick. We have draft capital. We have free agency. We have salary cap resources. We have a stadium solution. Um, so you know when, when you when you, when you 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 get an opportunity to do this, especially if you're a person that embraces challenges, then it, it's exciting. It's uh, not for the it's not for the faint of heart, and it's not for 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 everyone. But it really is exciting to be able to attack all these things at the same time. Kevin Warren, I'm with Carmen and Yurko. You can check out the podcast in its entirety on the ESPN Chicago app. Go to the Carmen and Yurko page. Kevin Warren also talked about his involvement with the football side of things, and he was asked, will that start with free agency this year? Yes, yes, absolutely. As I said, I was with uh, Ryan in the draft room this morning just talking through just just high level, see how he sets up things. And I, I'm here as a resource, and so I'll be transitioning out of the Big Ten, transitioning here. I'll have you know these regular meetings with with uh, Ryan and and uh, uh, Matt, and the same thing like I'm doing with Ted, you know, from a stadium and finance accounting operations, just gathering information. So yeah, I'm 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 excited about it, and, and we'll all be involved and working together, and then hopefully just add value. So there you go, Kevin Warren on with Carmen and Yurko earlier today. The uh, the other piece of this conversation besides the football side of things, obviously with the stadium, and last week it felt like the city of Chicago and, and Mayor Lightfoot just like put out there a last ditch effort. Uh, the final game of the Bears season happened, and the morning of the game they put out this beautiful design of what Soldier Field can be if they revamped everything and they built a dome over the top and they put trains right across the street, a new train central station and all this stuff around soldier field. Um, and, and when you look at that entire conversation that took place around that, like it, it's just too little too late. Sorry. There, no matter what you do to fix soldier field, the bears won't own the stadium and that's going to be a problem going forward. Well, Kevin Warren was asked about, the stadium and the the objection and, and the idea of Arlington Heights and the site and whether or not the sole focus is on Arlington Heights. And this is what he had to say. The question is from Kevin uh, for uh, Jason Leisure from the Sun-Times asked the question. Uh, Two-part question for you about the stadium in Arlington Heights. Do you view that as the sole focus of the organization right now? Yes, that's the sole focus right now. As opposed to any of the options? 100%. 
And in a best-case scenario where everything goes great as far as the construction and the closing and all that, when is the earliest realistic time the stadium could open? I'll be able to answer that question to you in about six months when I'm able to sit down and really review things. It wouldn't be proper for me to say it. i got to really sit down and get the information downloaded. I'll be able to answer that. I'd be guessing right now. So there you go. Kevin Warren, the sole focus is on Arlington Heights. Also, he will be able to tell us, Bears fans, on the timeline, a time frame on how and when this will all take place in about six months. So if you're wondering when we will find out more information, what's going to happen, will there be a design that we could see, I would imagine that's going to be the timeline. Six months. So, I mean, you, you can plan for that at some point. Uh, but also, it seems to be the only option. It seems like the city, uh, throughout that Hail Mary attempt last week, to, to say, you know, the economics behind building a roof over Soldier, Soldier Field with 75% of the building intact will be far less of a burden for you have to figure out how to pay for that unless building your own stadium, right? So they, I believe uh, the, the builder that was on with Carmen, uh, on Waddle and Sylvie kept referring to it being about a billion and a half less dollars to revamp Soldier Field compared to building their own stadium. You know, Kevin Warren talked about it in his press conference today that when the Bears announced the purchase agreement in Arlington Heights, he drove by the site. Yeah, because I'm a, you know, stadium nerd, I would say, even when I had heard about the Arlington Park opportunity, I drove out there one day on my own just to kind of look around. Um, again, I always look at what, you know, what, what are the assets on the, on the chessboard? And a un- unique thing of, about Arlington, it has some different unique factors. One is the space. You know, you don't get many times to have over 300 acres, um, you know, close to the city. And um, so there's some unique aspects. I know our focus will be to making sure that we close on on the land. And and again, I just want to, like I said early on, be very methodical to make sure that we get that process done first and see what happens next. But it, it, it is a very attractive, unique stadium site. So there you go. There's Kevin Warren earlier today at Hallisall speaking to the media, talking about some of the different issues with the roster, uh, why he wanted the job, and then also the, the stadium situation uh, in Arlington Heights. I see in the Twitch chat, uh, love me a stadium nerd. I agree. I agree with that. I actually enjoy reading. And, and looking at pictures about new stadiums and new stadium developments. And I enjoy watching the, uh, the process take place. Uh, I remember back when Soldier Field was revamped, they had a camera. They had like a live stream camera of Soldier Field. And like you could click on the, the stream at any time and you could either see construction being taken place or there's nothing. And they just have like lights on at night and you could look at it. And I remember always looking at it and being like, nothing's being accomplished. Or nothing, you're not seeing anything. But I enjoy that stuff. It's kind of cool that Kevin Warren is also into that stuff. I don't know. Maybe we're just huge nerds. But I, I think it's great. And uh, I, obviously, like, I'm very positive at this moment about this. But don't get me wrong. It, it's all going to come back to, do you win? Can they take the cap space that they have this offseason, fix the offensive line, Fix the defensive line, get an edge rush, rusher, uh, get get a number one wide receiver, and then turn this team into a team that can win football games. I think the thing that we saw this weekend is there are two teams who have made it to the divisional round of the playoffs who clearly were not expected to be here this year. 
the New York Giants, Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, one has a quarterback that you could argue is into the class of almost elite guys, Trevor Lawrence. The other, Daniel Jones, come on now. Uh, At no point would you say that Daniel Jones is a quarterback you would trust going on the road in a wild card game to win a playoff game. That's just not who he is, and he did it. But also give credit to the Giants, hiring a GM, new head coach, Brian Dable. He was able to get the most out of that roster, and now Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles need to do that with the Bears. We're talking Bears with you. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. All right, let me know if I'm alone in this category. You're sitting watching the game last night, Monday Night Football, wild card edition, Dallas, Tampa Bay. And you are just enjoying every minute of Tom Brady's team getting blown out. That's me. I I loved it. Brady last night. How about this? He threw the football 66 times. He went 35 of 66. Two touchdowns. The interception. Brutal. Terrible game by the Buccaneers. They go home. The Cowboys on to the next round. They win 31 to 14. And I loved every minute of it. No, I'm not a Cowboys fan. And quite frankly, America's team is America's most annoying team. But I'll say this. I've been saying this since September. I am sick of the Tom Brady story. It's time to go. We've seen enough. Move along. I get it. You're the greatest of all time. I respect that. You're the best quarterback I've ever seen play the position. I've seen the championships, the comebacks, the poise, the moxie. You were the guy. I get it. Time to move on. Goodbye. Move it along, Brady. And yes, there are rumors that he may go somewhere else. He's a free agent now. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders need a quarterback. Various other teams. You know, who knows what happens with San Francisco here in the playoffs. I don't know if Brock Purdy is the long-term answer. Uh, So Brady rumors will run wild once again this offseason. I just wanted to put this out there as a public service announcement. If he decides to hang up the cleats, if Tom Brady says he's retiring, Black and Abdallah will not do a retirement show. We did that show last offseason. So if you want a Tom Brady retired show, uh, that show is on the podcast page deep in the archives. Go back to last January. There are shows from Black and Abdallah last year where we said goodbye to Tom Brady and he came back. So if you want a Tom Brady retirement show, that will not happen this winter. Okay? As long as we're all on the same page. Because I'm sick of them. I want them to go away. Move on to your next thing. Okay? And by all means, take Tony Romo's job on TV. Because you can't be worse than he is. So please, move to TV. Help us out. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. I enjoyed every minute of last night. And I don't usually root for the Cowboys, but this team is strangely likable. Kind of likable, this team. I I enjoyed it. And I I, I just don't I don't want to hear any more from Tom Brady. We're talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah. Abdallah has the night off. 
And now uh, on loan from Captain J. Hood, it's Joey G in Melrose Park. Joey, don't get me in trouble calling this show and, and getting uh, Captain Hood upset with me. Hello, Black. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Joey. What's up? All right, let me just go back to your uh, previous rant. Yes. Um, yeah, it's time. <laughs> it's time for him to sit in a boat and get his $400 million and give his analysis. That's, that's what I think. Why go back, turn 46, take the chance of getting hurt, hit, whatever? Because the bones ain't like what they used to be. No, they ain't. Now, now yes. Let's let's go to the top. Um, it seems like the upstairs is solid after the press conference. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, and this guy Warren has proof with the Minnesota Stadium, like you said, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So at least he's got a, a, a proof of what he can do. And he sounds like he's got a plan. A guy to take a ride out to Arlington Heights, which I made many losing trips to. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it really shows his character of concern uh, about the organization. You can never, ever imagine Ted Phillips getting his chair out of his ass and going up to Arlington Heights. I'm not a big Ted Phillips guy. No, I can tell. Now, now, I asked this morning yes. to uh, Camp and Hoodie right. if Justin right. Fields was on the 49ers. Would he be a better quarterback after two years under Mike Shanahan? What, do you, what is your thoughts? I would say yes, Joey. I would say uh, Justin Fields with the 49ers, they would be the Super Bowl favorites this season. Lock it in. Okay, I agree. Now, table. Yes. What a mistake we made. <laughs> what a mistake we made because I am not satisfied. If Paul goes out and scores on these draft picks, are you confident in our coaching staff? Our defensive coordinator's horrible. Getsy was a quarterback coach. I gotta give him his props. He did his best. Sure, Eberflus, Eberflus. You know, back when Danny took my call, he sang the uh, the song by Pearl Jam. Yes, Eberflus. Right. You know, so I, I I'm not confident on the coaching staff. No, growing in on these new kids. Um. If you got a 6'5", 220-pound receiver, there's not much to do to coach him because it's like Justin Jefferson told Kirk Cousins, throw the 50-50 ball up, I'll get it. So, you know, a lot to be seen, a lot to be heard, and a lot of proving to do. But I figured you could cut me a check for a special guest appearance tonight on your show. <laughs> well, Joey, Joey, just don't get me in trouble with Cap and Jay Hood, okay? I, I already, I already talked to him this morning. I apologize to Shay. 
I apologize to Cap. You're always more than welcome to call our show. Just don't stop calling Cap and Jay Hood because otherwise they're going to schedule a meeting with Abdallah and I, and we're going to have to deal with it off the air. No, I, I understand. What I, would, what I would give to sit in on the morning show and just sit in a corner with <laughs> headphones on and just watch and listen. Wouldn't that be great? We should have a contest where, awesome. where someone can win to come sit in the corner over here and just watch what takes place. Hey, great idea, Black. I know. How about that? See? I get one well, a year. Put it, in the, put it in the hat and give it to Danny. <laughs> all right, I will. <laughs> listen, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for the time. And you have a great night, huh, Black? Thanks, Joey. Talk to you later. Love you, buddy. All right, there he is. Joey G in Melrose Park. I think Shane Norling heard heard the call. I see a text message here. Wow, Shay, those... I don't know if I can read what Shay texted me on the air. That might get him called into a meeting. Oh, everyone's getting a meeting tomorrow, wow. huh? Ah, might as well read it anyway. Why not? Shay Norling, Joey G is a Black and Abdallah regular now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Send help. <laughs> I love it. All calls welcome. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Jim in Lake Geneva, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jim? Not much. How are you guys today? We're good. What's going on? So, you know, you were talking about all the strength and the uh, things that he brings to the table and how he helps turn around the, the Bears, yeah. Kevin Warren. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about it. And you know how you, like, you have that boss, and when your boss comes in, you have to like straighten up and act like you're working a little harder, and when they're not in the office, you can totally slag off the day? Sure. Think about who the Bears' boss has been, right? <laughs> Instead of being someone that they might fear or challenge, he probably has as much knowledge to uh, Ted Phillips Good guy, probably, but he probably has enough as much knowledge as someone who looks at like Walter Football's website on a daily basis. Right, right. And when you know he would have to ask questions to Ryan Poles or before that uh, Ryan Pace, Bill Emery, Jerry Angelo, he couldn't really challenge or question what they were doing and why. And I don't know about you guys, but when I find I have to ask those questions and people are checking in, I'm working a little bit harder. I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's, you know, and when you have a boss like that, you respect, you get a little bit more out of probably your employees because they know you're going to hold them accountable. And I just think that piece alone, even if it, even, you know, it's the highest end of competition, right? Even if it makes them a half percent more on their game, think about the immense dividends that could pay. You know, Jim, I, I agree with you, and I also think that it, it signals that the entire organization's pulling in the same direction. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm not saying that it didn't before, but I feel like saying that there were two different sides and then they all report to George, and then at that point, it's like, well, who who's watching the Watchmen, right? Like, what, how, how are you actually accomplishing anything here? Yeah, anytime you need, like, that flow chart with, like, five different places to go for this question or that question, it's just got to, like, decrease productivity. And when some people have to answer to this person but other people don't, it kind of also puts then everybody on the same page moving forward because there's a clear and consistent message, too, of what we value and what we prioritize. Sure, absolutely. Good call, Jim. And that's why I've said that I I think this raises – 
uh, it, it takes the, the franchise and it elevates the franchise and it raises the bar. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Bob, listening in Tampa Bay on the ESPN Chicago app. Bob, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bob? Hey, Chris. Hey, I just uh, wanted to know what you think about this. It, it would seem that uh, Warren was a pretty busy guy at the Big Ten, and I can't imagine a reason why he would be going out to Arlington Park Racetrack to look at it unless he was deep in the conversations with the Bears in the fall or whatever. Well, he said it was a year ago, so that would have been before uh, any of this kind of took shape. It was just when they announced that they were uh, putting in a purchase order for the property. You know, so, I mean, it, it, it's possible that he was just curious. You know, and, and maybe, maybe Bob, the, the one thing you could point to is maybe he knew that he and his family wanted to stay in Chicago, and the next step for him would be running a professional team. I think that could be possible. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but I mean, he wouldn't have been able to get into the park, right? He he would have had to drive around the block. He he claims there was a gate open, (laughs) and he drove right in. So that's what he said today. Good for him, (laughs) right? (laughs) All right, thanks, Chris. Good call, Bob. Appreciate you, Mo in Frankfurt. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mo. Blood, how are you doing? We're good. Good? What's going on? Are you good? Oh yeah, I'm good. Good. So listen, um, yeah. You know what, um, man, I agree with you 100%. Like about the, uh, I don't want good, I want great. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want Eli Manning. I want Peyton Manning, right? Right. I mean, what about know, Arch? Kind of what me. about Arch? You like you like Arch? I'm not that old, bro. I'm not just because you see my beard; it's all gray and stuff. Don't say I'm that old. I'm only 43. Arch. Archie, good old. He's good too. But hey, hey, you know what? If I was Archie, I'd be like so proud. If you know what I mean, right? So, anyways, um, but anyways, I have to uh, give it up to uh, Dion because she's the one that I stole that from her. The I don't want good. I want great. So, anyway, shout out to Dion. But, um, she's the best. She is, dude. She's awesome. Her and uh, and Peggy when they're together, yeah, they're great. Dude, talk about taking the train off the rails. <laughs> but I mean, she's good. They're, you guys are all good, actually. But um, I was going to talk about the seats. You know, like yeah, you sit close to me or what? Because I'm at 124. Yeah, it's not too far. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. You just have to know when to go to the bathroom and when not to. Okay, we're not going to talk about the stadiums between Arlington and Sold Fields. But I was like, you're right. But, um, you know, they don't take cash, only credit. Isn't that weird? It's like, is that because of COVID? I believe so. Hmm. wonder what how that prevents COVID because they're giving you your food. And anyways. Yeah, well, the wonders of life, Mo. Yeah, you know, like I got like twenty dollar bill here. Let me get a you know hot dog here. No, it won't take credit. Are they, are they touching like, your huh? hot dog, Mo? They, of course, they touch my. I think the one dude licked it. The what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I said, I said, I. The guy, I, I think he licked it and then gave it to me. Just, no, I'm just kidding. All right. 
Well, we have to break. If you want to give me your, your thoughts on Joey G, I'll, I'll take your call on the on the other side, okay? We'll, we'll come back. He did what to the hot dog? This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. We'll continue talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah. Abdallah has the night off. We also have the song of the night coming up in just a moment. Quickly, Mo, what was your thought on Joey G? So, um, okay, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Joey G, but I just wanted to say the, um, the let me tell you something. Did you see this morning, Jay Hood? Hmm. He, 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 he gave me the let me tell you something, brother. Okay. Everyone, everyone's now Charles Barkley's doing it now. Oh, so you're saying that Jonathan Hood took your your saying? Did you call Cap and Jay Hood in the morning and tell them that? No, no, it was at nine forty, so it was a little bit too late. So well, you, if you guys want to can listen, you, can you call them tomorrow? Download the ESPN one thousand app and listen to it. And he's like, "Let me tell you something." And then he goes, "Brother," I was like, "Wait, what? What? Come on." It's okay though. I'm not mad, but Charles Barkley now him. Okay, and okay. what would you say about Joey G? I see that uh, that's what you wanted to talk about. Oh, Joey G. Yeah, he's talking about my joke. He don't like my joke. Okay, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't have to sit there and talk about. Oh, this guy. Why'd you put him on the air? I don't like your joke. I think my joke was pretty good. Is, is this your it. joke from the other day? What other joke did I give you guys? Oh, I'm, I'm Mo. There are new people listening to the show every single minute. I'm okay, just making so sure everyone's on the same page. I said if you, yeah, there's a joke. All right. I, I gotta get to the song of the night. Okay. Yay! Happy, happy New Year and love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, Mo. <laughs> I startled Mo into the new year. Happy New Year. Oh, you got to go. Happy New Year. That's incredible. That's outstanding. It's time for the song of the night. <laughs> hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, Larry. Tonight's song. We go to the primitives. Crash. The song's from 1988. It's your song in the night with Black and Dark. Here you go, way too fast. Don't slow down, you're gonna crash. You should watch, watch your stare.
song tonight. Today, January 17th, is Jim Carrey's birthday. He's 61 today, and this song is featured on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack from 1994. And I was trying to think of uh, what, what is my favorite Jim Carrey film. And I, I think it has to be Dumb and Dumber. Here's my list of five. I'm going to give you Dumb and Dumber, The Truman Show, The Cable Guy, Man on the Moon, and then Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. I would put in my five. I know Pet Detective is the first one. I like the second one a little bit better. But uh, Jim Carrey's birthday, he's 61. This song is featured in Dumb and Dumber. An all-time classic movie and also an all-time classic soundtrack as well. Uh, but I, I thought it was a little off the beaten path and something that we could uh, celebrate. Jim Carrey, who's 61 today, he was born in 1962. So there you go. The Primitives Crash. It's your song of the night. volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial there's there's no dial on my phone yeah it's just an crank the volume because it's time for black and abdallah's song of the night yo i think it's also like the first time that we've selected a song of the night where the twitch chat had no clue what the song was from or why it was even selected or or even hearing it before i'm proud of myself how about that deep cut Usually, uh, Abdallah's the one that has to find that stuff. All right, Black and Abdallah, we'll be back in two minutes. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.